Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, and Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the yep, Rob Charney yep, Show. Me, I'm here. So we're going to start off the show with our tradition, bringing out the dead. These are the folks that we love. We're sad that passing. We want to pass the news to passing? you. Sorry, they're passing. Yeah, they're passing. Passing. Either they're passing or they're passed. Hey, there's One somebody somewhere that just, uh-huh, I'm sorry to hear they died, so I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. So the most, I don't know if this is the most famous, I think uh, the most longest run, I don't know, Gordon Lightfoot, Gordon Lightfoot, famous folk singer, dies at 84. He did songs like Early Morning Rain, Ribbon of Darkness, If You Could Read My Mind, Sundown, and The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which I think is his single most famous song, in my opinion. Quite a sad song, too. I gotta tell you, I when he passed away, I actually listened to it again just to... It's just (laughs) just because I could. It's like, man, that song's sad. (laughs) Yeah, it's really sad. It was quite a tragedy, honestly. Yeah, it was. But so, still, I mean, it's like, wow. I, I, I mean, it's not supposed to be a cheery event, you know. I really no, want to know how no. the news reported it. And today, the Edmund Fitzgerald sake, and we also have puppies. <laughs> well, yeah, in Canada, that's the way they <laughs> reported it. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going to get ca- Canadian hate mail. <laughs> well, I know from oh, personal... It's got to be like, hey, hey, quit it off, hey. I know, I know from personal experience, not all Canadians are nice. Ninety-nine percent of them, but that one percent are a bunch of jackasses. Um, and all mash Canadians. Ma- <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> Let's get some more hate mail from Canada. Well, actually, one side of Canada will love us; the other side may Canadia. be mad at us. So mashes. Just you said Canada. That, yeah. That'll be it too. It's all over, man. We lost that whole. That whole uh, part of the world just... Mashes Eileen Sake died at 79. I'm definitely mispronouncing her... Mispronouncing? Uh, Jeez. <laughs> I'm mispronouncing her name. She was the bar owner Rosie on MASH. Uh, TV Rosie. show died. Yeah. Tori Bowie, American three-time Olympic medalist. I can't speak. Di- uh, died at 32. She turned in an electric performance in the 2016 Olympic Rio Olympics, winning a gold, silver, and bronze medal. And I don't in think what? Uh, she this, was a gymnastic. I think so. The, 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 doesn't say, huh? Not on the, the the link I just copied. No. I'm not sure your press release. <laughs> and the one Johnny, keep it up. We're gonna fire you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Jerry Springer died at Aww. 79. And if Jerry. and if you don't know, he was a Cincinnati City Council member. He ran for U.S. Congress in the 1970s. Is probably most Isn't famous for his. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh yeah, he became the city's mayor in 1977, and yeah. he's most famous for his talk show turned wrestling, the Jerry Springer Show. I wonder if he found out who his mom was. <laughs> that that if was probably. If you don't get that reference, you haven't watched Jerry Spring. And he uh, he did die of cancer, uh, if I remember the story correctly. The other thing is he didn't tell anybody. He said he didn't want to burden anybody with the sad news, which is both the coolest thing I've ever heard. It's like, I got to give you props because I, I, I... David I, Bowie did. David Bowie? He didn't tell anybody. Yeah, David Bowie didn't tell anybody. Yeah, that's true. I, I have to admit, Bowie, out of everybody who's died that I've I've been a fan of... Out of everybody? Out of everybody. Bowie's the everybody. one... Everybody. Including relatives. Picky <laughs> bastard. Ah, of everybody. David Hurrah. Bowie upsets me the most. So here's something that I, I actually think this is bullshit, and, but I want to see what you guys think. <laughs> Federal prison wants inmates to pay victims before making phone calls or buying shoes, etc. So at hey, victims reparation, is that what yeah. that's all about? So every so, month, a gentleman by the name of Renee Hulin sends her, oh, woman, excuse me, sends her son... Uh, Bailey Sanders, $75. He's been incarcerated for the last six months, so that's six years. 
So he uses the money for things like over-the-counter medication, shoes for his job, or minutes on the phone. Hulin said it, it's, having hard, it's hard having a son in prison, but she wants to stay connected and help him. Under the new proposed law by the Bureau of Prisons, however, most of the money Hulin sends to her son would not go to him. Instead, the majority of the money sent to prisons for commissionary accounts would first go to pay restitution of debts and outstanding court fees. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, that one? Okay, so if it's put on their books by a family member or a friend, I disagree with it going to victims. If it's money that they get from a job that they have in the prison, then that should go to the victims. That That's where I would stand on it. So what if, what if the victim, what if the, excuse me, what if the person who is in jail is using his own money? Should that money go straight to? That should definitely go to the victims. If they have a settlement where he is supposed to pay restitution or she, it could be either or. Um, if they have a, a, a court order for restitution to the victim, then their assets, their money and their accounts should be seized. So the That's new, as far as I'm concerned, the new rule, if you're a convicted felon, you lose your rights, right? True. The new rule would require that 75% of all the money family and friends send to prisoner, pr prison, person in prison would pay their outstanding debts. The Bureau of Prisons is considering the rule change after a Washington Post investigation raised concerns that a high profile people like sex offenders and former rap artist R. Kelly. Why is there an and? He is a sex offender, keeping large sums of money in their prison accounts rather than paying restitution to their victims. Member of Congress for both parties were outraged to learn that inmates were avoiding paying restitution. You know, maybe we should go as far as to say that if you have the means, you should also pay for your upkeep in prison. Yeah, I, right? I'm okay with that. But yeah, as well yeah, as reparations. But I think, like, if you are somebody who doesn't have a lot of funds in your bank account, such as R. Kelly, um, <laughs> and you just sit there and you're working, but your family's also supplying you with commissary, the money that you work in prison for any job you get should go to victims if you have that as a stipulation of your, of your conviction. Yeah. The, the only issue I have with that is the prisoners may end up just saying no and causing more issues. I'm not sure if that would benefit anybody by having raised more costs. And I actually agree something needs to be done, but I don't know. I don't know because they get prisoners get paid so little as it is. I mean, I guess the prisoner realizes, hey, I may get out and let me learn a skill. Or is he just trying to keep busy? Maybe it's if you well, get like both. Times to keep busy. Yeah. It's both. Yeah, well, it's yeah. both. Maybe it should be depending on the, the the sentence. If it's 25 years to life, then yeah, no, whatever you make in prison job-wise goes to the person. But if you're in there for like a couple of years stretch and you're trying to learn a skill. I say, I mean, generally you don't have to what do you pay think? restitution if you're only in there for a couple of years unless it's like fraud or some shit. You know, usually blue collar crime, you have to pay restitution for people, but usually it's the life. Uh, what do you think? Did you hear what I said? Yeah, I did. But, um, yeah, I could see that, I guess. Um, I don't know. I think no. that they should have to pay restitution if they have to do it. I mean, if it's part of their court order thing, they should pay it. You know, it, I believe this is a debate that's been going on for a very long time because I, <clears throat> I believe I remember reading and talking about this issue back in the early 80s when it was brought up. And it may have been brought up even before then. I, I don't know. I, you know, so. Yeah. And, and, and some of this, I think, uh, at least for some of the people, it's like getting, you know, water out of a rock. I think for people like R. Kelly, who in theory are rich. Um, he definitely has writer credits. Oh, no. he, he's he is in debt to a lot of stuff, but he's got a lot of assets that I think should be sold off. Now, here's a question, and this is this is very like this only meets a certain amount of people. Like R. Kelly, I'm assuming he owns some of the rights or has credits, writer's credits and stuff for some of his stuff. Should those be seized and put in account? Yeah. yeah. 
I think everything everything he has should be taken away. Now, if that's the case, then how come I they... I think they should go in, get his gold fillings, and sell those. Then if that's the case, how come they couldn't touch the OJ's retirement? Well, because there's a stip stipulation in, in certain uh, retirement accounts and such that it's his... Uh, I forget what the law actually reads for that, but it's like they can't take your Social Security either, that kind of thing. Um, I, and I think retirement accounts also uh, are not touchable. Other than that, I don't know. But I, I think there are some stipulations where you just can't, even if you do something stupid in a prison, they can't take your Social Security from you. Interesting. Right. Uh, yeah. So here's here's a story I found for James because it, it made me laugh of laugh remind me of james's previous endeavors in life this is from metalinjection.net a venue handed out reminders not to mosh at a recent hard car show and here's a card it says no moshing and in the back it says please do not mosh spin surf or dance in a way that disturbs others people's experiences and failure to comply may result in ejection from the show thank you for cooperation and from somebody who's been to a number of hard car shows that's kind of part of the experience yeah why go and 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 from my personal experience mosh pits are fairly self-correcting i've seen a number of people be severely injured for being jackasses to people outside of the pit well and in the pit to be honest yeah i just see i've been at shows where they try to pull that crap i'm like no and then um it's like i don't go back it's like why would i go back to this place since they're like taking away half the fun and this is i mean that's just kind of the way i'm at on it. it's like this is just stupid so i guess it's from a band uh at one step closer it, it, according to this this article was from july uh july 10th of 2020 but i just i i get like comedy clubs saying hey you can't have your cell phone you got to put it in this locked bag but you can't mosh in a in a metal show. I just I'm actually like, yeah. Uh, what's the point? There's, <coughs> I mean, well, I'm, I'm sure there's uh, numerous liability issues from the venue, well, and yeah. you know, and it, it may get to a point where it's just too expensive to allow it. And you know, it, unfortunately, in this day and age, there's just a lot of things like that where the expense of doing something is just prohibited. As far as you know, the ability to do, you know, like the mosh pit, I'm I'm sure people have been hurt and have sued and in that whole situation. And I bet the insurance companies that insure shows are probably saying, eh, if you allow that, we're not going to cover you, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah, that's well, can't argue that. I mean, I could, but yeah, no, I'm sure that's why. It seems to be <laughs> completely what's going on with and society. May, and maybe it's a it's all attorneys. But to point. add to add something, maybe it's also a, a, a different, I don't know, from my experience, but maybe it's a different metal community than the one James and I kind of grew up with was yeah, the fact that. I don't that, think so. You know, because my assumption think, my, was. My opinion is, uh, I, I guarantee you, I, I people would still will, will still want to do it. And matter of fact, good luck in stopping it. But, you know, you, the, the venue is just not going to allow it. Because yeah, my, my only thought is maybe the community of, of uh, certain people in the metal community don't like that but universally everybody i know from young to old likes mosh pits i'm i'm not a big fan of them personally um but hell i say rock on and go for it if you want to but i think that's kind of bullshit but i think you're right yeah it's it, i agree with rob it's got to be some insurance bull crap that you know makes it so that they can't do it like they used to yeah but you know, it's also got to be that, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's like they got to make them sign waivers or other crap or what makes it so that some places you can do it, some places you can't. The, the problem. Uh, the, it's got to be some insurance crap, like you're saying. The, the problem is in a lot of places, those those waivers aren't worth the, the paper they're printed on. It, it's. It's it's not even legal in some cases. Saying, oh yeah, you sign your white rights away. That that's 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 very iffy a lot of the time. I mean, that, well, that, it's it's not so much that you're signing your rights away. It's just you're signing an acknowledgement that you're liable to get hurt, 
and that yeah. can be used against you. I mean, I understand what you're saying, John, and, and that, that was my argument for a long time, too, is, you know, you can't sign your rights away. Well, you can, I guess, but uh, technically you can't because it can always be broken. Attorneys, that's their jobs, and they do it all the time. So, I, yeah, I, I think it's better than nothing, but I just, you know, I, I think anybody who does that is just trying to cover their ass and hoping nobody sure, pushes it. you know, it. they end up in court yeah. and go, Mr. Smith, look, you signed this this piece, piece of paper here saying that, you know, you acknowledge the fact that you're liable to get injured. Okay, so that to be used in court. And at the same time, they'll still go ahead and warn them, you know, $50 million for and, being and, stupid. And, and every, anybody who's willing to go to any metal show, any hardcore show, knows that beyond a certain point in the middle and to the front, if you're standing there, there's a good chance you're going to be injured. Um, oh, that, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's like every show I've been to as part of it. I mean, even from Tool, you had to be careful where you were standing. Um, so, I don't know. I, I, it's a self-correcting problem, in my opinion. But, hey, I'm just sad to see that's the way, of, you know, that's the way things are going. All right. Let's, I got to test for you guys. Acronyms. You know, things like WTF. We know what, what that stands for, right? Yeah. Whiskey right, Tango Foxtrot. I got a list. Yeah. I got a list of them here. Let's see if you guys, how smart you guys are. Because I, I, you know, I hear sometimes I have to really think hard what the hell it means. Uh, for instance, TBD. What does TBD stand Taking. To be determined. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, that's not a tough one. Um, let's try the ESL. What does ESL stand for? Uh, Ingers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You English got it. secondary language. Or there something. you go. You got it. You, I, you, you got it. You're thinking them out. See, I'm, I'm too slow at these. These kids do this stuff and they type it in there. And it takes me longer to figure out the initials than, <laughs> you know, than if they'd really typed it out. Okay, what about DOE? DOE? DOE. Huh. I don't know that one. Depends on experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds like I'll, a job thing. Yeah. How about PL? I know what it means in my day. <laughs> See, this is the same. Yeah, it's still the same. PL. So a PL is a profit and loss. That's that's been uh -huh. an accounting for business all, all the time. So that one, okay. GMO. Genetically modified. Genetically modified. Organism. Organism. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's try uh, SEP. S-E-P-S-E-P. is an eggnog. S-E-P. Secondary audio program? Someone else's problem. Oh. I'm going to have to remember. I kind of like S-E-P. Somebody else's problem. I'm going to try to remember that one. For me, that's just a short name for September. I got one. Yeah? TCB. Taking care of business. Taking care of, okay. It's an Elvis yeah, thing, if, you, list. Yeah. If, if anybody's a fan. What about PS? Postscript. Post. Right, Postscript. Um, ABC, <laughs> and it's not a TV network. Okay, I was going to say American. Uh -huh. I was going to go with American Broadcasting System. Or you've been chewed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, airway, breathing, and circulation. I would have never guessed that one ever. Well, me either. Okay, so we we know what URL stands for, right? Universal Re Universal Resource Locator. Correct. Okay, R O M. Read R O M. Uh huh. R O M. Oh, read only memory. Oh. Range of motion. Oh, well, uh, we're both right. <laughs> we're we're all getting stumped with a lot of these. Aren't yeah, we? I was gonna say that one can go either way. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> how, how about uh, SPF? Every time you go out in the sun, don't they tell you? You know, to I, I used to know, but I don't remember anymore. Sun protection factor. Ah. Yeah. SPF. How about SFPF? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I had uh... to think about that one, too. Smoke free, pet free. Now, I didn't know that was a thing. I want to take okay. my pet wherever I want to go. Smoke free are. No, that makes act. That makes sense. But I see that yeah, when when you're looking like for, through Facebook Marketplace, everybody spells it out. I've never seen an abbreviation. Yeah. How about LCD? 
liquid liquid crystal display. Right. How about J G I J G I. Insert cricket sound effect. <laughs> Just Google it. Oh. Ah. <laughs> Makes sense what you say, right? All right, we all know what TMI is, right? Yep. yep. Too, too much information. Too much information. Okay. So that, that was a list of acronyms that seems like many people get wrong. So now we're in the know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Talk about also in the know. Um, probably one of the most, one of the most important news uh, court cases happened over last week. I think it's important. Ed Sheeran was acquitted Thursday in Manhattan in federal court in the charges that he plagiarized Marvin Gaye's 70 hit, 70s hit, Let's Get It On. For his own song, Thinking Out Loud. Now, the, the important thing about this is if you've ever seen that comedy act, Access of Awesome, most songs use the same four chords over and over and over again. There's really not any uh, original musical chords. And so because they said, oh, this sounds so familiar, they, they were suing him for like millions of dollars. Ed Sheeran actually yeah. said that if he lost this, he was done with music. I don't blame him. I mean, it gets to a point where I think uh, every note, every chord, uh, every combination has been played. And how do you become a songwriter or come up with another song where there may not be a portion of it that has somehow been repeated in another song somewhere? And it, it just gets to be ridiculous for everybody suing for every penny. And I, I, I'm with Ed Sheeran on this one. Uh, I've listened to both songs. And yeah. There might be some similarity, but so what? I, I mean, I think when, we could take every, every song to a degree and break it down, and you're going to find a chord, uh, a, a group of chords, whatever it may be, that came from another song. But what, when does the inspiration come in? Like, uh, I found a, uh, an electronic band called uh, Neutron Solace, and there were a couple of songs that sounded exactly like a band or very similar to a band called VNV Nation unless you're into this particular genre, you don't know if you'd know any of them, but I, they even said, yeah, we got our influence from this band. So when does that influence and the homage to bands you like, you know, become well, you know, that, that violation of a law? Bands used to come out with say, Hey, you know, uh, let's go back in the day. Oh yeah. I, you know, Elvis was my inspiration or, uh, Chuck Berry or, you know, Little Richard or, you know, whomever it may have been, where you kind of go, hey, you know, there's some of that influence in here. And it's like, yeah. Thank, thank you for going faster of a Chuck Berry. I was just about to make a joke. You know, um, I, no, I appreciate that, you know, because him, him, uh, him and R. Kelly have some uh, <laughs> similarities. Anyway, you get my point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand your point and I agree with it. There's um there was a a chef I knew who put it this way. He said any combination of any recipe that you've ever had has already been done by somebody at some point. Like any creation, any mixing of food or flavors or anything. Somebody's has tried been it or done yeah. before. And it's and I feel like that applies exactly to music as well. A hundred percent. So his thing was he had no problem sharing his recipes is the way he was. And I feel like a lot of artists are like that too, but there are some that are not like, I mean, Metallica. Can you, can you see Metallica sharing anything with anybody? Ask, uh, by the way, ask Dave Mustaine. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously look into it. Cause some of the stuff that they've act that they've, that they play, not only did Dave Mustaine write, he still hasn't received any uh, uh, credits for it. And credit in music is actually money. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with music. You know, I was listening to the radio the other day, and there was some female rapper I heard, and she had a beat from Snoop Dogg from the 90s. And I heard it come on, and I'm like, this isn't Snoop Dogg. And it was like, it was just a little portion of that song. And I'm like, maybe she got a hold of him and got it, the rights. But yeah. I mean, I can't be the only one hearing this on the radio that's like, that's from Snoop. She she <laughs> had to have paid for that sample. Snoop Dogg in yeah. particular 
being the owner of Death Row Records. I don't see him allowing that without at least a, a wink and a nod and some cash. Yeah, but I mean, like, I was never expecting to hear something from Snoop Dogg and somebody else's rap song that that sounds like it was freshly come out. You know, it's it's brand new, oh. like it's a new song that I've never heard of before. A hundred percent. Actually, Rick James said the same thing about M- one of MC Hammer's songs. It was his most famous one. I don't remember which it it is at the moment. Even Rick James is like, I thought I told you to stop giving out that beat. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean. That's kind of where it's at these days is like somebody wants to do something. Well, it's like, you know, it kind of feels like the whole South Park thing of the Simpsons already did it. You know, somebody's already done it. Yeah. I kind of agree in what Michael Jackson said about his dancing. And Oprah, this was in an Oprah interview years ago. And she asked about, you know, about grabbing his crotch, but he said, it's the music takes me there. And I kind of agree with that, not with dancing, but it was like, if, if you're playing the song and it leads you to that direction musically, I, I just have an issue with saying, well, no, that's like this Marvin Gaye song. It's like, eh, I have a hard time with that. Maybe it's inspiration, but come on. I mean, it's it's yeah. there's nothing yeah, original. I, there may be some obvious ripoff stuff, and, and maybe oh. if you don't get credit or play roy- royalties from certain things, that, that's a different situation. Robin Thicke. I think, uh, sorry, but it's Robin Thicke and um, Tom Petty. There's, there, there is a song that it's, it, it's almost identical where he mm. uses it. Uh, and the, it's this Tom Petty song, you know, I'm standing at the gates of hell. Yeah. But, well, I mean, like I said, I mean, it could be obvious. And then that's not a good thing unless you pay for the obvious. But I, I think certain things, especially if you're just talking about a small rift or a number of chords or whatever it may be that's thrown in the song that's similar, that's different. Well, all right. All right. So anyway, I think we... My problem is, is like, I, I want to hear new stuff. I want to hear things that, you know, are it's different, it's not the same, but, you know, I, I always feel bad for for the original guy that got in the most trouble for it, you know, Vanilla Ice, for his ripoff, that one was a bad one. But he uh he he ripped off the wrong the the the, the two wrong bands. If it was anybody else but David Bowie and Queen, he would have gotten away with it. Let, let's let's be well, honest; those are two very beloved bands. Yeah, but I mean, I just I always feel bad for him because it's like he went from like having this great song to. You're sued, and you are blacklisted. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah. Vanilla, it was so fast. Vanilla so fast. Ice's problem is he's, 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 he's his own worst enemy. Like he came out and said, yeah, I own the rights to Under Pressure, and then somebody came out, a uh, representative of Queen, and said, like, he said, what? <laughs> like, Queen would give away their rights to anything. I mean, let, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm not even, if, even but, if they own their masters. Yeah. All right. So, my last contribution for the evening. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, as, as time goes on, things come and go out of fad or fashion or whatever it may be. So, I have a list of things that will likely disappear in the next 20 years. Hold on. Melanie, this is for you. So we start on this list, or as Melanie likes all on listicles. Hmm. Just thought uh-huh. about the word listicle here. <laughs> anyway. There's, there's somebody somewhere yelling at you, that's perverted. <laughs> yeah, probably. So we started down this list, we're going to go down, and then it's going to disappear in the next 20 years. Metal keys, like the key to your front door, or the key to your car. If okay. you still have a key to your car. Why, well, I hate that. You hate having keys or you hate not? No, I, I, I hate, as a geek, I hate, like, the metal keys are disappearing. And, and, yes, I know you can copy keys, yada, yada, yada. But just the fact that everything's going to be electronic, Wi-Fi, controlled, digital, motorized, I just could, I just hate it. Blame it on the yeah, 1984 pretty, movies I've seen. Yeah. 1980 movies. Uh, hey, having just <laughs> grown up with nothing but keys, it's kind of hard to say, all right. But, you know, it's like when I've got the two cars that I have now, which, you know, there's no 
place to stick a key in. It's all push button start. So you, you know, you, you kind of get used to it. Oh, honest, yeah. so. by the way, sidebar, the thing I really hate is electronic parking brakes. Whoever decided that was a smart idea, uh, I really dislike you. Yeah, and having uh, a car that two cars that, that have <laughs> have that, uh, you get used to it. Now, the, I I've heard the argument both ways, and I understand it. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. How about pay phones? When's the last time you actually saw a pay phone? It's Twenty a years ago. One? Yeah, a working one. So you know, I mean, just not the booth without the receiver in it. <laughs> then yeah. we see all you go up and down streets, and you know, you know, it hasn't been working in a decade at least. So, yeah, so payphones are well, so, working. An actual payphone. Probably about ten years is the last. Yeah, it's time been. I, saw it I would say that's about right for me too. Although I think when we were in New York City, well, no, maybe they weren't even working. I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, I, I will but, say. From my experience, it's usually a gas station. The shady part, parts of some town usually have one that's on the verge of breaking. Yeah. Well, other than if you're in jail or prison, <laughs> there, there, they both still exist. Or the Magic Castle, according to Orion. It could be. I don't know. Uh, cable TV. They claim that's going to go by the wayside. I disagree. Yeah, I, I, you know... I see DirecTV going away before cable. Well, so much um, internet is being provided by cable now. Now, what's their definition yeah, it's, of it? It's right? so, that but the term be... is cable TV. So TV, may it be, uh, I don't know, who so, provides Qualcomm? I don't know. Are, are they saying like the the idea of what cable is, like it's actual cable and there's some place somewhere that's sending all these channels or is it just because cable TV, I don't see going away, especially now that there's 32,000 streaming things. I actually think eventually it may go the other way because people are tired of having 25 sc uh, streaming subscriptions. Yeah, but you got to remember, this is in the, in the next 20 years. I bet as time goes on, it'll, it, it will go away. Um, okay, next 20 years, I see it becoming one of those things where you have this kind of like a cable streaming service. So it's kind of like how cable TV used to be. Right. But instead of it being, you know, all cable or, you know, all different streaming services, it's like a bundle. Right. Type. Yeah, so there'll be a form of it, maybe. The, the actual, like we experience now with cable TV or, yeah. you know, so that'll go away. Uh, here's one that was interesting. Chocolate. Apparently, uh, we only have a, about a decade left with chocolate. According to a study uh, by the International Center for Tropical Agriculture, cocoa production will decrease dramatically due to uh, less than ideal temperatures in the cocoa growing regions. Huh. Yet, yet cocaine will flourish. Of course. We'll figure out a way to make cocaine flourish. I, 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 I hope <laughs> but, that's not true as somebody who's a, a, a you know, hi, I'm John, I'm a, a chocoholic. I, I, I would yeah. be... Uh, I'm going to be, well, I, you know, 20 years, I probably won't be here. But chocolate chocolate is uh, one of my favorite things. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would be sad. Yeah, me too. Oh. Uh, all right. For those of you that can't drive a stick shift, clutches, clutch pedals are going to go away. I don't that believe, I believe that. Because they're already going away. I, I don't believe that. I think it's going to be a niche product. I bet a lot of the major manufacturers won't have it. But in general, yeah, I don't we, think they're going to go away. There will be no cars produced with a with a manual transmission and a clutch pedal. What you'll have is a bunch of retro vehicles running around that will still have it. But, yeah, I don't think you're going to see a transmission with a clutch pedal. I think it's a, no. I don't think you're gonna see it the way that John's envisioning it. I, it's I think gonna it's be more like uh, where you have. Uh, it's not gonna be like where you actually have to grind the gears to get right. To work. I think It'll it's be gonna be a lot different than that, and a absolutely. lot easier to use. Yeah, it's it's gonna go away, and I mean, even my Corvette, they're you know they're paddle shifts, and it's you know it's not the same, but it's different anyway yeah well i That'll think go away well my, well my thought on that is it's going to be a niche product so it's going to be like a niche manufacturer somebody who puts out you know maybe a couple of dozen cars a year i i, 
I bet for all the major ones, they can't yeah, afford it'll to do away. it unless you're talking about you know Bugattis or or something. But I don't think they even put it out anymore. I, you know, they they only put out a you know a couple of thousand cars or ten thousand cars is too expensive. But what about a Morgan? You know, like exactly. that that type of thing. I mean, it's it's maybe. it's it's not going to be maybe, cheap. Maybe maybe maybe. So how about uh, being anonymous in public? That's going to go away because everything's going to have facial rec and all, you know, every almost everything now's got CCT everywhere. Hell, even our own homes have it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering. This reminds me of something. So apparently there used to be, and I don't know if there still is, to blind these cameras, that if you get a bunch of IR sensors and you, you wire them up to put them on a hat or something, that they broadcast, that, that frequency blinds cameras, at least it used to. Mm. So I bet there's yeah. going to be, and they're also, they're, there's clothing, they've realized, that actually yeah. is so odd looking, that's jumbling that. So I, I think that it's not going to go away. However, I think you're going to pay a price for being anonymous. I think it's going to be expensive. So, right. So I, you know, facial rec is such a big deal now that, even, you know, hell, I use it to unlock my own phone or to log into my bank or whatever now. So I think that's going to make it go away, unfortunately. All right. You how about use it for that stuff? I've never even considered using it for that. Oh, yeah. I use facial rec for that. Huh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this me. How about, uh, gee, I wonder if we lost the recording of our show. Somebody sounds like he dropped off. Uh, uh, remote controls. What? So they're saying remote controls will probably go away because everything's becoming voice commands. Uh, no, I, uh, I do not see that happening. I, because whether you're using, no, I don't see it going away because voice command is not that convenient. Maybe 20 years from now. I just don't see somebody screaming menu, menu, menu. God, I just don't see it. Well, no, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm with you too, but we are talking within the next 20 years. So I, I don't, you know, I, yeah. Well, so look at, look, look. What's going to replace her? I mean, are so, we going to be doing all voice control bullshit? No, well, there's going to be a lot of voice control, but there is also, um, uh, oh shoot, I just lost the term. My head went goofy on me. Uh, gestures. So there, there's cars that are coming right now where, you know, you tune a station or you change something on your, screen or whatever it's just simply by hand gestures you don't actually need to physically hold anything you know you swipe left or right you go up and down you know you do certain hand gestures and everything will be picking that kind of thing up what yeah oh. yeah and i flip it off i mean is it going to take me to the minute it, it, it'll it'll probably say that's inappropriate. It, you know what it's going to be? Don't do it's, it again. It's, you know it's, what's inappropriate, you TV. <laughs> you know what it's going to be? Now imagine this. It's like the movie Demolition Man. You flip off the TV or call it something, you're going to get yeah. fined one credit for. That's right. It's gonna, You're going to be penalized. And we're all going to be sitting in our underwear singing mini tunes. And, you know, the only place we can eat is Taco Bell. Um. Uh, I don't see remote controls going away just because the convenience. I can well, see them not being as, uh, like, I could see them being like the Apple TV remote, small, diminutive, really yeah, hard to find. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But I'll tell you what. In 20 years, write it down somewhere, you know, and say, hey, Dad, I'm thinking of you. Yeah, it did go away. No. Uh, no what did, you're you're going to be hooked up to that, app, that Lisa computer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Passwords. Passwords will probably go away. Now, that I believe. Um, I think you're going to find a lot of other ways of uh, securing securing things other than passwords. That that I truly Yeah, believe. I can see that. But, I mean, that brings us back to the whole thing of you saying, you know, facial recognition. Right. Thumbprint recognition. Right. I mean, are we going to get to DNA recognition by that yeah, point? Could be. I mean, you know, I, I guess Irish, uh, your iris uh, is still very very unique so looking at something alone would, would probably be good enough i don't see I, that'd be popping your eyes out i i still disagree with all this because in, in your lifetime they said we'd have flying cars robots and 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 some sort of food replicator i think this is pie in the sky <laughs> no this is just things that they're predicting to go away in 20 years i think it's quite possible here's one cursive writing that's already going away 
that started well, I know. that and started that going away in my off. lifetime. Well, that's why you can't write in cursive. No, I can write in cursive. I have issues reading other people's <laughs> cursive. But on the other hand, I have a hard time reading have... James's handwriting when it's normal. <laughs> so cursive is going away. But however, however, I, I see this as, you know, they're not going to teach it in everyday school anymore, starting from elementary school on up. I see it as something that people who want to be historians and being able to read uh historical documents they're going to so have to be, be like able to yeah exactly they're but going to have to be able to read cursive there, so. there's there's an app for that that's how i read james's notes to me oh lord you Perhaps. can't read my notes unless i want you to <laughs> you, you read it it come it comes back as some sort of you know like ancient language <laughs> and technically if i really want to be you know honest I can't read my damn notes unless I want to. <laughs> can't read your own handwriting either. Well, yeah. how many times have we always, you know, we've we've all done this where we've picked up a piece of paper, we just written something down, and you go, "The hell was that?" <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know, I don't even know what I wrote myself. So we've all done that. Okay, chalkboards. Yeah, that I believe. Chalk, chalkboards. That's gonna well, go. Well, no. Because you know, I almost all the schools it. now they don't have chalkboards anymore. They're all whiteboards and, and smart boards and. I did find, uh, so I, I I talked to somebody who had this cool, the, the coolest thing I've ever seen. I don't remember what it was called, but basically it was like a writing tablet, but it was all a touchscreen e-ink display, lasts for weeks. So I can see chalkboards and writing pads and all that going away at some point. Hey, do you, did you, guys, you guys had chalkboards, right? Did, they, did the teachers back then, I know they did for me, send somebody out to clean out the erasers where you... It smacked yeah. them together. It you know, I wonder how many of us came down with lung cancer because of uh, because of all the asbestos in the chalk. Well, just all the chalk itself, because talc is is turning out to be cancerous. So <laughs> I just 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 now thought about that. I'm going, hmm. Watch all the kids start suing from elementary schools and junior highs, so all being forced to go out and clean the erasers. All right, move along. Okay. <laughs> Shopping malls. They're already uh, dead. Are you talking about like the the you know, the ones that are the big ones or like yeah. the strip malls? Because both of those are kind of going away. Well, like yeah, Mall of probably, America. Yeah, well, you know, some of that's still experienced. And I think uh I so although I'm I'm I don't go to malls very often. It it was the only way to do shopping for a very long time and now, thanks to being able to order everything online, I rarely go. But, you know, every now and then I, I go to the Apple store inside the, the Galleria that's over there. And, you know, it's an experience to walk around. You kind of look at people and wondering, why are we all walking around here? Talk, yeah, why are we even here? Talk about ordering online. Check this. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. The game where dignity is overrated. Make sure you go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com or selected stores. Make sure you use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. Make sure you tell Miss Adassi herself that the MADTRIO sent you. Do you want to keep up to date with the maddest of the mad at the MADTRIO podcast? Make sure you go to themadtrio.com or check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do you know In all other forms? Do you know what I think actually is going to happen? You talked about malls going away. I think there's going to be a resurgence in the next 20 years. I think people are going to realize that some sort of mall experience is, is one of the things that are missing from society. I don't think it'll be as big, but I, I do think something like that's going to make a comeback. Because the in real life experience of the movie theaters and shopping, I miss that to some degree. Well, that's what I was saying. Malls were kind of an experience. You, you went there to experience people and everything that's going around, you know, <clears throat> just life in general to get out to be around people. But I think as a whole, as time goes on, we're, although, you know, I look at sporting events and people still want to gather and go to the sporting events, but you, know, you, do, you yeah, do um, I look at things like that and I, and I think, you know, they were, they were good for their time. But I, I don't know. I, I think 
that as a society we've gotten way too used to, you know, I think COVID was a big disservice to oh, a yeah. lot of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Where you have, you know, so many people doing online shopping or, you know, the touch-free shopping experience where you basically have somebody buy all your crap, you park your car and pop the trunk. Um, that's, that's becoming the more norm versus even going to the grocery store, honestly. I mean, we've got these people, now we have Uber Eats that, you know, you don't even go out to go order your own food anymore. Right. I, you know, I, I've never done that. I've never done an Uber Eats. Uh, I've done delivery pizza. That's a whole different ballgame to me. I think it's going to be two things. I think they're, they're going to be fighting the Uber Eats and other things because there's the convenience of it. But maybe it's because I'm, you know, at this point in life, everybody here is an old guy. Um, well, I, I think there's that, that experience that everybody's missing. I still think there's a, a social component that just isn't there anymore. And I still think something, if it's not malls, I think something's going to come up that's going to be the new mall, shopping-wise. Um, I just don't know what that would be at this point. I mean... Yeah, I Sporting events in well, concerts. Because I there, mean, there, there is, you know, that's, that's going to be it. I think malls may very well go away. Because um, there is something that I do miss about going to, I don't know, name, name a mall and you're going into the, the home to the section and looking up pots and pans and then going to the, you know, the video games. And I do miss that to some degree. I mean, you it, know I, what I, I think for me, which I hate clothes shopping online. I, I, but sizes just aren't sizes. They're, you know, you, a large in one brand will be a small in another. I, it, it just gets annoying. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Cue every woman I've ever known laughing at that statement coming from a guy. Okay, go. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a number of guys that feel the same way. And women in particular are honest about that. They have a hard time shopping online. And unless you like returning things, which I hate, which the... You know, the Amazons of the world love the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people that won't return anything because it's a pain in the ass. Um, that's, you know, that's kind of the way it is. I, it, that That's the thing that bugs me the most. But, you know, there's a lot of things. I, I, I don't like necessarily shopping for tools online. I don't necessarily, you know, so I could list a whole bunch of things I don't like shopping online, but it is more convenient. The well, yeah, that's the problem is that uh, the how convenient it is to excuse me, to order it and then have it just show up. Right. And in some that, degrees, it's it's also cheaper, too, because you're, you're not not only is there a discount because Amazon can order millions of products where like a Sears and Roebuck, use a company that's no longer around, can keep in stock. Um, it, I don't I, there's also it's more expensive because, you know, you got to drive to the store. I don't know. I just clothes is a good example because I can never find shirts online that fit. Um, yeah, but I think outside of maybe clothing stores, you're not gonna have things. And I even I don't know. I think the they're just gonna fix the inconvenience of returning items rather than you know, the millions of dollars that it costs to open up a, a mall. Yeah. Malls are not cheap to open up and maintain. No, you know, they're not. I, I, the I, overheads, I, expensive stores are going. I mean, look how many stores have gone out of business. Simply, they can't afford to be you know, paying rent. I, I do have a uh, question, I mean, though. Even Amazon's shutting down the retail. <laughs> well, we, and maybe this is apples and oranges, but there are like vinyl. And tape and, and cassette tapes, they're all making a, a comeback. Isn't there a point where some version of it would come back? A boutique experience. Well, I think they'll, uh, yeah, I think they'll, they'll still be, my opinion is that I think they'll still be certain uh, malls that may still exist just for the experience and all that. I think, uh, you know, like the, 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 the two major ones that are somewhat in our area, uh, that's it, though. All the others are pretty much gone. And, and one's and on its way out. Malls. Yeah. So even strip malls are, yeah, they, you know, you're still going to have the gas station store. You're still going to have your little convenience store. So they got to go somewhere. So. Well, 
Yeah, but I mean, even the convenience stores, like they're those are becoming more of you know the, the Uber Eats crap too. They're even doing sure. the, the sure. deliveries. Yeah, and that okay. So I was going to bring that up. What John was talking about the <clears throat> the convenience of the the problem with the Uber Eats that I keep hearing about, and it's. DoorDash is the other one. I don't want to just keep throwing Uber Eats under the bus, but DoorDash as well. Is there a lot of people are complaining about the tipping. Right. And then you have the drivers complaining about the drive and the distance that, you know, they're the that's the big issue that I see this failing in is because you have these people that are all debating on how much you should give your driver. And they're trying to figure out the distance and whether or not your food's warm and you can even track your driver. And a lot of these drivers will sit in a strip mall section with a lot of different food places and wait for more than one order to come up. So they're not just driving to waste the gas because, you know, they have to pay for their vehicle maintenance. They They have to pay for a lot of things. Right. So that's the big headache right now with these is, you know, people trying to figure out how much do they tip and the apps are trying to figure out, you know, how are we going to keep our drivers happy and not have our drivers take off on us because we're screwing them over with, you know, all, you know, the insurance costs. And everything else, they got to make their overhead is where they're at. The people. Well, and it's still this the convenience service at this point too, because let's face it, you're paying a premium to get it delivered. So yeah. there's an awful lot of people who can't afford that as well. I mean, they're having enough trouble eating as it as it is, and so they're not going to use the service because you know it costs another fifteen to twenty percent on top of the standard food cost. So yeah, I don't know. So I, I just kind of think it's just a, like John was kind of saying, the novelty of it is going to wear off. Because I, I, I think so I, I, th- I think in the next 20 years, for the most part, malls will go away. Let's move along. I'm going to finish my list, John, and then you can move it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're almost at our hour point anyway. Credit cards and debit cards are saying they're going to go away because simply people are using their phones and their watches and all that to pay. I, I hate I have that. Uh, that's a security. I have trouble swiping. That's a security. <laughs> that's a security nightmare, in my opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. Uh, I don't know. I have a. I, a, I have a credit card on my phone and and Visa V on my watch, but I still don't. I know that that idea still ooks me out a bit. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, poof, the the money's gone. Uh, let's see. Well, so they're also talking about truck actual drivers delivery drivers and truck drivers i think that's back to the autonomous driving situation that everybody's claiming is going to completely take over unless you live in california and they're going to ban diesel trucks in 2030 so they'll be electric trucks don't worry they'll take care of it so um if anybody actually wants to read up on the electric trucks there was an interesting article i read that talked about how the new ford truck got great gas mileage until you did anything with it or it got great electric mileage it went from the 150 Lightning you're talking about? Yeah, I said, oh, it did great. It got amazing gas mileage until you put anything in its bed. Oh, you mean, oh. At the moment you started using it as a truck, it literally cut the the, the its mileage down by more than no, half. That It said that. I mean, you know, you start adding weight to anything. It's, I just, so, yeah. Its distance travel will, will be cut down. Yeah, you know, we're still in the infancy of this. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. I only took know. 200 years for electric cars to come around? Well, don't, you know, let's remember, too, as, um, as it costs more and more to extract petroleum and uh, you know, the refine it and everything else that's got to be done with it, I, I, I have no <laughs> doubt that electric will take over. It comes, my biggest problem is how are you generating electricity? There's my issue. Well, it comes down to gasoline cars versus electric. It comes down to how much pain are people willing to deal with. And this is with anything, specifically green. When biodiesel came around, there were no stores that sold biodiesel. You had to go some somebody's barn in the middle of nowhere. Nobody but a very select few people are going to do that. 
So as soon as it becomes more expensive to buy petroleum-based product or gasoline, you name it, people are going to look for the alternative. And they're going to have to realize that we're going to have to sit and charge our car for 30 minutes. So, you know, it comes down to how much pain are you willing to deal with? Right now, I'm willing to pay the higher price on gasoline. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, there's no doubt that, I mean, I just took a fairly long vehicle trip and, you know, I can't imagine every time I had to stop sitting there for 30 minutes versus just pulling up the gas station, fill up, and taking off. I don't have the patience yet to take long trips. I see electric electrical cars, um, electric cars for short trips and around town and that kind of thing. I don't think, you know, long commutes or long trips, I'm not there yet. On the other thing, maybe it'll be more of a throwback to a different era when you know, cars did get great gas mileage and you had to, you know, so maybe it'll be better for everybody that you just have to slow down. It'll, it'll kill your time on getting anywhere though. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, like everything, it t- I mean, you know, the, when the cars first came out, everybody's saying, well, how much easier is just to feed your horse, you know, <laughs> put something in your car. So, I mean, it's, it's no different. It, it will move along and that, that one will, I think that that'll happen. It'll sort itself uh, out. Yeah. Cash. So they're saying cash is going to disappear in 20 years. Um, well, they've been saying cash has been on its way out for a while. Well, it has been. Since debit cards showed up. Well, the yeah, government, I mean, the, the, the U.S. government is actively, actively looking into digital currency. And if you're, and if you're a conspiracy theorist, um, put your tinfoil hat on because there's some dangers to it. I don't think it'll go away. I just... I, I don't think it'll be king anymore. I think it's going to be a more bartering. I think people are going to do that personally. Well, what do you think um, <clears throat> drug dealers are going to do? I mean, they going to start taking credit cards? No, I think they're going to start asking for, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you want this meth? I want, f- I want five things of toilet paper that you've had since COVID. Hmm. Well, I doubt they're going to be asking for NFTs. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, I'm thinking NFTs is all, the bubbles are reversed on that. It's amazing how much yeah. some of those cartoons went. Oh, I'm just really impressed. Well, you know, it's like everybody kept thinking they're going to jump on the Bitcoin bandwagon, and NFTs came out, and they went, "Oh, I got to jump in this now." No, and my, then they're looking at digital you know, vaporware. I, I still don't understand what the hell they thought that was going to do. I, you know, I, I really don't. That's the problem I've had with these things. I'm like, wh- what are you expecting these NFT things to have done? Like, how is this, you know, I mean, I understand that you, you know, that they're, they're unique. Yes, that's great. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just. They're digital yeah. trading cards. I, I I've never understood trading cards um, that you can't really do anything with. I don't I, I I don't really get the point of NFTs. I get the point of uh, like Bitcoin and Dogecoin and Ethereum. I get the point of those. I don't get the yeah, point of I NFTs. Mean, I understand those more than I understand these NFT things. Yeah, I, I, I agree. However, I wish I was smart enough to actually it's like oh let me start getting into this. Because if you're smart and you can follow the trends, you can make a hell of a lot of money. It, it's the same thing with Google, same thing with Bitcoin. There's so many I things. I'm at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Paper yeah, receipts. Yeah, would have had gotten in early on that. Yeah, it's it's always there. <clears throat> if it's the right thing and you're early adopter, yeah, you can do good. Paper receipts. That's going to go away. That I believe. I don't know. I already don't want paper receipts. Well, I guess that uh, means everybody's going to have a secondary email address so they can send that all that that receipts to. Sure, probably hard drives. So physical platter hard drives. Yeah, that's definitely going to go away. Already uh, fading no, out. No, I I think it depends because <clears throat> dat tape's still around. I think it's going to be ju- I think it's going to be for a certain usage. I don't yeah, think it's going to be typical. For the most part, it will be gone. I think parking meters. Hmm, I don't see cities giving up parking meters. I do. I think it's going to be, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a meter, but it's not going to be a coin based. It's just going to be like a, like a sign on a wall or a sign on a pole that, you know, you, you, you rub, you, you scan the QR code and you put in your change. Well, all meters now take credit cards or, or electronic payments of every form. I mean, the cash version of parking meters is long gone, but I, I think the c- cities are still going to want their 
uh, pound of flesh. Or like we saw a, my wife and I saw a bull riding event in Sacramento, and and and, the, and our the, the the new arena has zero parking. Um, so you can actually rent a spot for a certain period of time and parking garages in there and maybe something like that where you just go around it's like, okay, I'm in near like fifth and something street. So let me just click here, you know, GPS enabled. Yeah. Or because everything will be electric, it'll be, you know, you pull up and you plug your car in and then it gets charged through your, you pay your fee through your car being charged. Yeah, I was thinking that's what it's going to become is, you know, it's all charged off your license plate or right. something like that. It'll be uh, maybe, ma you know, like Apple, Apple's magnetic charging. You know, you pull your car up and it gets char charged magnetically. It takes your money at the same time. <laughs> it all drains from your bank account. It's all just, you know, it's all a scam. <laughs> it's all a way to figure out how to get your money. So it's going to be like a fast pass. So how come uh, how come the older I get, it's P.T. Barnum was right. The fool and their money will soon parted. Yeah. So uh, here's one that already irritates me. Checkout counters, cash registers and cashiers. They'll be gone in 20 years. That I disagree with. I just think they're going to be few and far between because there's there's some things that you need cashiers just because it's faster more in, in some degree. Yeah, but the stores don't care. Let the people check themselves out. I think the biggest problem with self-checkout today is still uh, shrinkage. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I don't think you're going to get away from that. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I was in Target the other day and there was, you know, there you had all these people and there was only one actual cashier. And, you know, they, they've put in all these self-checkouts and that's all they want you to do. Yeah, I try to actually still use um, checkers. Sure. So if I'm there and there's a big old line and I got to go, I'm just going to use the self-checkout. But, you know, if there, if there's nobody there and they're just standing there shooting the shit, I'll go up to them. Well, one, you know, I'm happy to see people working. Two, yeah. if I have more than just a few items, I mean, if I only got one or two or even five small items, whatever, I'll go to self-checkout. Right. Just quick, yeah, done, get it done. But after so... that, for me personally, after, you know, a certain number of items, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Let me just throw it on here and let them scan it and check it. So. Yeah. I, I, I do think it may, like Sam's Club has a good way of working about it, like how you scan as you go. The other thing may end up happening is I, I bet they're going to do some sort of like uh like was it Google, Amazon, one of those stores like has a you scan your phone and there's cameras oh, pointed to everything. I I, I kind of think that may be the future. You know, I do like the way Sam's Club does it with the with kind of it's kind of a self checkout that every time you you know you take a phone you have their app that every time you put an item in your cart you just you know scan the barcode and boom it's done. And I have to say I like that because I hated the how long the lines could be, and. Um, I find that convenient and maybe everything's kind of, kind of go to that kind of, well, they already have smart, my understanding is they already have smart baskets or trolleys like they call it in Britain, but uh, where, you know, the minute you put an item in your, your cart, it, it knows it's there and it's already rung up. So kids, if you're out there listening to it, for one, hopefully you got permission from your parents. My apologies about the cussing. And two, get into programming and IT. It will be worth your hair loss and frustration. And yeah, usually well, the air is between the keyboard and chairs, and not yours. I, I only have a couple of items left on this listicle, but one of the things it's also talking about is actual signatures, like an ink signature you have to sign for something. Because it is amazing now, even um, you, you go to some place and you give them a credit card and they don't need you to sign a receipt or anything anymore. Or sometimes they still require you to sign on a, a screen. And there are still the rare places that want you to sign a piece of paper. But uh, that's definitely going. And that doesn't surprise me. But no, that that one doesn't surprise me. We'll make I, this I, a little. Yeah, go ahead. I don't like using my signature, anyways. It's always a pain in the ass. But there are some things that I feel like necessary for. <laughs> well, well like, you know, how lazy are like... how lazy are you? And my signature writing is such a pain in the ass. That's yeah, too hard. Oh, I got to move my know, wrist. The ones I, the ones I, <laughs> I 
I might get a hangnail for holding that pen. Uh, so, so what, the ones I like are the electronic signatures. You know, they want something there, and you can't do anything on it anyway. So I, I always just you know, a line. It's a straight line. That's my signature. And, you know, uh, the sidetrack to that, the most oddest compliment I've ever gotten is some lady telling me, you know, you do a great job of writing your signature on that digital pad. <laughs> well, that's because you took a minute to do it. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, I hate, that's the one I hate the most. That's why I'm saying it's a pain in the ass. It's yeah, they are. They do. They're, yeah. they're all these electronic ones. They're not always these paper ones. Yeah. Like, I mean, the only ones that you do paper ones are these receipts that you're saying are going to be non-existent. Exactly. So that's going to go away. And the last one on my list is fast food employees. 20 years? Yeah. There's already a, um, I think, I'm trying to remember <clears throat> if it's a McDonald's or Yeah, it's Burger McDonald's. King. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> uh, actually, um, the first one I ever encountered was a Taco Bell. Oh. Where there were no employees, you walk up to this, it's like a kiosk, and you walk up to it, and you plug in what you want, and off you go. Children, if you're listening, being a mechanic, blue-collar work, you'll be, you'll be the fast food workers of the future. Well, heck, you know, they're, they're, we're still going to need plumbers and electricians. I don't care what happens. And uh, thankfully on that list wasn't toilet paper, so the three seashells have... Uh, the nightmare behind that has been averted yet again. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the Mad Trio podcast, as always, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye.